Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. Listening to the Recovery Radio Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous. And I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. As always, so glad you're here with me right now. Another, another day, another dollar, right, guys? What if I was that guy? So grateful that I'm here. Grateful I have no desire to drink. Grateful I don't take myself seriously grateful that I don't want to change how I feel right now. For years, I wanted to change how I felt. I don't today. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I gotta tell you, I'm in a really spectacular mood today. I have my piping hot cup of French roast coffee and, uh, Ready to do this thing. Have to say it again. Love all the messages I get. They mean a lot to me. Love the emails that I get. They mean a lot to me. I am so grateful for the support that my endeavors are receiving. means a lot the podcast um, my, my male modeling career is really taken off I'm just kidding but I just absolutely love how well the sarcastic big book has been received and it's making so many people Laugh and think, which was the whole point. It's great. Sarcastic daily meditations. <laughs> and uh, same with that one. And then the, the, um, the book I'm still working on. Decided to not give myself a deadline with it. It's very close to being done. Got to play that by ear. Yeah. Well, 
Welcome back to another casual Friday where I'm going to just talk about a few miscellaneous things. I'm going to start by saying I, I live in this world. It's a crazy world to me. It's just nuts. What I mean by that is it's just... Um, it's nuts. Watching for a long time, Stone Cold Silver, and uh, watching a lot of things, paying attention to a lot of things, and um, you know, I really live to the best of my ability by the what's in the big book. The big book talks about this. The big book talks about this in uh, the family afterward. It says. And we try to indulge, indulge in cynicism over the state of the nations. And I'm not going to get into anything beyond what I'm about to say, which is that I'm just, I am um, very in favor of love. Love is uh, compassionate and understanding and open-minded and patient. I've said it for a really long time that my understanding of all this is there's world peace, my job is to trust God and clean house and help other people. And if the world is in turmoil, my job is to trust God and clean house and work with other people. That's it. So my duty hasn't budged. Wake up today and Ask God as I understand God what I can do to help. And if I can't in my own home, I can't anywhere else. If I can't help But bringing God to the best of my ability into my interaction with people on the street, at the store, on the road, in my home, I'm not going to make a difference anywhere in this world because that is the world that I can do something about. If I'm not helping that world, I'm not helping the world. That's what I can do something about. Otherwise, I am one of the people described in 
pages 60 to 63, what it says. Who, who is this self-centered person? Who is this selfish person? And one of the examples it gives is reformers who are sure all would be utopia if the rest of the world would only behave. So if I'm going around saying everybody needs to get their act together, but I'm not treating the environment I'm in with love and kindness, tolerance and patience, that I'm just another person on page 60, 63. I'm just self-centered. It's one of the examples they give politicians and reformers who were sure all would be heaven on earth if everyone else would just behave. That's the problem. Well, how am I behaving? What relationship am I modeling with society, my significant other? Children, what am I modeling? If I'm not modeling something that glorifies God, then I'm part of the problem. I must fully concentrate on my own spiritual demonstration. Point the way and not the finger. Point the way. Be the solution. Live it. Talk about it. Live it. That's how I try to go about all of it. Live it. We can rewrite 60 to 63 very easily in a lot of ways. We can rewrite it, you know. Each person's like the actor who wants to arrange the whole ballet, the, you know, the, the people in AA, the local meetings, how people share, how long people share, the chapters in the big book. And we, you know, and it's just another form of playing God. So if I can't live in a way that glorifies my higher power at home, on the road, in the store, in meetings, in meetings, then I'm part of the problem. Does anyone out there think that the world needs one more person who complains? So I do my best to concentrate on my own spiritual demonstration and remind myself repeatedly that my obligation is unaltered by the circumstances of the world and my life. The world and its people are often quite wrong. To conclude that others were wrong was as far as most of us ever got. That's what the big book says. And then they beg us to go further.
So there's that I wanted to talk about a little bit. Another thing I wanted to talk about is just briefly do a whole show on it or two or three or four, but self-care. I just know so many people are really, um, so many people that I know are very confused about self-care being selfish. You do a whole show on that. Taking care of yourself is so loving to everyone. So the opposite of selfish. Now, my my own personal belief and understanding is that steps are designed to help us understand more and more and more what is selfish and what is not. That's just an ongoing thing to learn forever, but the concept of taking care of yourself, being selfish, is just, I think, personally trash. I can't help anyone if I'm not honoring what I've been given. Just my opinion. That's my experience. And I don't believe that because of something that I read. The phrase self-care is not in the big book. I have come to believe that by agreeing with the opposite of what I'm saying, believing that, coming to see that it is very not helpful to not honor oneself. So it took me a while to arrive at that, but that's where I'm at today. You are free to disagree, obviously, with everything I say. I'm just one I'm just one person. I'm not a spokesman for AA or anything else. I don't claim anything. Except I'm having an amazing experience. I want to share it. And use it to help other people. That's it. That's all I claim. Gonna grow and change all the time. I'm growing every day. Learning stuff constantly. Without God, I'm nothing. Absolutely And last thing I wanted to touch upon Is Something that I read I'm at Fox In that book Around the year that I enjoy so much It's another topic I could do a whole thing on Ready for this? If you have this book by Emmett Fox around the year with Emmett Fox, it's on October 13th. 
When what seems an especially difficult problem or a great emergency presents itself, many students of truth start by thinking, this is very serious, and then proceed to brace themselves mentally for a supreme effort and plan to pray exceedingly hard in order to meet the difficulty. All of this is quite wrong. It simply builds up the problem into something far bigger than it was originally. The right attitude, the one that brings victory, is to think God can and will solve this problem. Instead of speaking the word from the low altitude of fear, which I love, the low altitude of fear and limitation, and trusting to effort to magnify the Lord, stop thinking of the problem altogether and rise in consciousness. Having now attained a higher level, speak the word gently from that level, and your problem will be solved. I just love that. The low altitude of fear. Now, this is going to be a big one. This situation's big. This I'm going to have to try extra hard at. This I'm going to have to... This is a big one. That whole line of thinking makes it big. I just think that's so beautiful. I think that's why the big book doesn't say dwell on your character defects. Think about them every day. Talk about them every day. We've done that. That's not what the big book says. I think that's why the big book doesn't say think about your fears. Talk about them endlessly. Discuss them with people. We have done that. That's not the direction in there. And I think it's because of what we just read. The direction in there is just ask God to remove it. And then come at something from love. It expunges the whole thing. The fear. The difficulty. Just go out and be loving. I was at a meeting. I was with black rhinos the other night and a friend of mine talked about Dr. Bob's last speech about AA. It was so beautiful. Just so simple. And I'm paraphrasing it, but it's so important. I just it's just so magnificent, I think. Because Dr. Bob was like, hey, let's not muddy this up with a bunch of psychology. In its truest essence, when it's all said and done, this program is about love and service. That's it. Don't complicate it. Don't complicate it. Ooh, you know, it's complicated now, but... The truth is not complicated. So, anyways. Boom. I'm done. That's it. That's plenty for today. It's the weekend now. What are you going to do? Have you already decided your weekend's going to be trouble? 
Have you already decided it's going to be amazing? You do realize you have the power. If you get out of self, let God flow through you. Make your weekend amazing. That's what I've learned. I've learned that. I will give a shout out to my friends at the Black Rhinos. Happy Joyous and Three. And uh, yeah. And I will say that uh, I want to give a shout out to my new friend, Aaron, who I'm pretty sure is listening. I'm grateful that God has crossed our paths. And for anyone who needs to hear it, I will say it. Everything is okay. Everything's okay. Email me, sarcasticbigbook at gmail. Follow me on Instagram, sarcastic.aa.book. Check out my friends' podcasts. If you're so inclined, podcast greater than yourself, Sober Gratitude's podcast, anonymous podcast. And, um, yeah. And now I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving. And I hope you will do the same.